0: To another Thursday. One more day to Friday. Two more days to Saturday. Three more days to Sunday. But today is the greatest day. (laughs) Because the reality is we may not make it to tomorrow. But since we're here, let's do two things. First, let's give God some praise. (laughs) Then... If it's Thursday, it's got to be Dr. P on the pod. Dr. P on the pod, yeah! Mmm, guess what? We are celebrating Father's Day, yep! Father's Day is Sunday. I am so excited. You know, Father's Day don't get the kind of uh, love that Mother's Day get, but we're not going to get into all of that. But um, it's Father's Day, and fathers like mothers. We couldn't get here without a father and a mother. Uh, We are just excited about Father's Day, and we want to give a shout-out to all the fathers everywhere all the fathers everywhere and you you know for me i decided when did fathers day come about and why well guess what family fathers day was founded in poucan washington washington state at the ymca in 1910 how about that fathers day began at the YMCA in Pocan Washington in 1910 by Sonona Smart Dodd <laughs> who and she was born in Arkansas and her father was a Civil War veteran who was a single parent who raised his six children there and I guess Miss Dodd wanted to honor her father. But you guess what? It wasn't until 1972, aha, it wasn't until 1972, after 58 years after President Woodrow Wilson made Mother's Day an official day, that Father's Day became a nationwide holiday in the United States honoring our fathers. So, of course, Mother's Day would come first, but we we understand why, right, but you know, I know there's somebody saying, "Well, peressa, tell us why, well, because you know mothers are mothers, you know, but we can't do it without fathers, and I am just um happy about all of the fathers in my life. I want to give a shout out to uh, Mr. Charles Edward Seal, my daddy, who is somewhere sitting up in heaven, and um, when you when I say Princesa Seal, that comes from my daddy, Charles Edward Seal who left me all that land. Ha-ha, amen for the land in Lincolnville. You know, uh, back then, folks were all about leaving their children some land. Mm Mm-hmm. And now I got the land. I ain't got nobody to leave it to. I got, you know, Richard and Maurice and them. They're not that interested in the land. I'm trying to get them interested. But, you know, and my mama told me before she went to glory not to sell the land. So I messed up can't sell the land cuz i got you know loyalty to my mom but i right today i'm praising my dad Charles Edward Seal for not only the land but to but for all of the virtues and qualities that he instilled in my life he gave me the greatest grandma ever Miss Edna Seal she died at 102 Miss mm-hmm. <laughs> Edna was something she slept with a pistol under her pillow. I do not sleep with a pistol under my pillow. But I remember my grandmother late at night, she would wake me up. We would, you know, and she lived, she lived right next door. So after I looked at my last TV show, I would go and sleep over at grandma's house. This is after my grandpa died in 1960. And that's a whole nother story. My grandpa was Charles A. Seal. Um and uh, my grandmama would wake me up in the middle of the night to eat lunch. Huh? To eat lunch? Yes. Because grandma would pack a lunch, see? She would go in the kitchen, and she would pack a lunch, and it was cookies, you know, the cookies she had baked, and um, and she would take the cookie box to bed. And in the middle of the night, grandma would wake me up, and we would sit on the side of the bed and eat cookies because for lunch. So then after we ate lunch, two, three o'clock in the morning, it was time to get back in the bed and go to sleep. I'm telling you, that's why I'm wrestling I keep. I'm. I was wrestling with obesity as a child. I keep wrestling with obesity now, even in these these upper numbers, because of stuff like culture. Man, my grandmama would wake me up in the middle of the night to sit up on the side of the bed and eat the cookies she had baked for lunch. Lunch was what we go eat in the middle of the night. Mm. Oh, God bless my grandma and God bless my dad. Hey, it's Thursday. And if it's Thursday, it's Dr. P on the pod. You got to hold on because I'm coming back with some special guests today. I got two young fathers. I can't wait to talk to them. Hey, Dr. P on the pod. Dr. P on the pod, yeah. Well, my first guest today is Jeffrey Marlowe. You've probably heard Jeff before, and some of you know Jeff. Uh, he's real close to my heart, and um, Jeffrey is the father of three girls. Ho-ho! Three girls. I remember when Journey was born, and, you know, he named her Journey, him, Rachel, his wife, They've named Journey, Journey, because Journey was going to go all over the world, and she is on the move. We've been already, she's been to Thailand and Ethiopia and, not Thailand, Tanzania, Tanzania, Ethiopia. She's been to the Caribbean a couple of times. I mean, Journey is on the move, but, but after Journey... Came all them other girls too. I, I, you know he he wants a boy, but anyway, I'm gonna let I'm not gonna tell his business. Jeffrey, I'm so glad to have you on Dr. P on the pod. And before you say anything, because I know you ready to go. We we can't, and we got Julia's gonna get on the phone, gonna get on the line too. But before you start, tell me
1: what Father's there mean to you. Well, thank you for having me, Dr. P. <laughs> glad to be back on the show. Father's Day is, it means a lot. And this Father's Day means even more because as I grow up and I encounter more of life and more of being a father and being a son, it makes Father's Day mean more and more to me. Oh, so as you grow up and become more
0: a son, son, talk a little bit, go deep into that, Jeff.
1: So what happened when you're growing up, or when I was growing up, And, you know, you have dealings with your parents. You grew up in the Bronx. Grew up in the Bronx. BX all day, you know. Yeah. (laughs) And having these experiences, you think you know it all growing up through junior high school, high school. And I would ask or tell my father I'm going to do something and he'll advise against it or what have you. And I would think, I know what I'm doing. You don't need to tell me. I know. I actually think I have experiences at 12 years old, 14 years old, 18 years old, 20 years old that can equate to my father's 60 years of living. And my father would just say, keep waking up, you'll learn. And the the older I get and the more experiences that come down the path, I go, oh, that's why you were doing what you was doing. Oh, I see now. And so enlightenment comes. Hmm. So tell
0: me about your three girls.
1: So we have Journey, who is 11. Um, She'll be 12 in November. We have Jaden, who is eight. She'll be nine in January. And we have Jolie, who is four, going on 15. (laughs) 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 She'll be five in a couple of weeks, June 20th.
0: So, what's it like being a father for all, to all these these little girls? And I know, you know, I know some of the struggles you have around education, wanting to make sure that your girls have the best education. I know some of your struggles around health. You know, you're trying to eat right, you know, and keeping keeping them out of McDonald's and the fast foods and the the struggle of that. And but you know, we can we can talk forever. and We don't have forever, so let's just hone in on a father and the vision you have for your your girls and, you know, and of course, we're we not going to we, we got to give a shout out to Rachel um, because, you know, she's the she's the great she's the best mom standing, um, you know, when it comes to uh, you and your girls. So, you know, when you think about, you know, all the sacrifices that you are making for their education and, you know, being a father of girls in this in, in this day, in this age, what what comes to mind? What you want to share?
1: I think in my generation growing up, there's always this idea of if you have girls, it's like a curse for being a bad male growing up in your youth, and it's kind of pervasive. You know, we growing up in hip hop culture, and we did a lot of mess with with how we appreciate or misogynized women growing up, and so now you know I'm a I'm the youngest of of three boys and we was all about getting girls growing up. We wasn't into all types of uh, that negative energy. We was about getting girls and or whatever that meant, right? And so now I get to put on the hat of wait a minute. Those girls were somebody's daughter as a matter of fact. How do I <laughs> How do I raise my girls? So they don't grow up to deal with the somebody yes like talk. I was when I was a
2: little kid. <laughs> Here and we go. And Here so that, we that go. that has
1: been a very, very, been a very interesting journey. How do journey. I get
2: my
0: girls not to pay attention to the little boy that I was? Oh, my oh, God. Man, the
1: little boy that I was. <laughs> and so I was in a supermarket one day at Kroger. And I had, I think Journey might have been three at the time. She was in a shopping cart. And this guy stopped me. And he said, you know, I have three I have three girls. And I see you with your daughter. And I said, you know what? This is a miscellaneous random stranger. I said, what advice do you have to give me? And he said, you know what I found out? I found out that we need to be the example that will be a hard act to follow from when they grow up and then start looking at the men that they want to date when they grow up. We need to be a hard act to follow. Wow. And that always stuck with me. I don't know the guy's name. It was just like really in passing. And it comes up because you think that you're working you got so much going on with work and different things going on in life and the kids questions is immaterial daddy can I have da- daddy what about that <laughs> like yo, I got stuff to do but those experiences for them are huge in terms of are you going to be with somebody that cares about you that's paying attention or are you just used to men not Caring about what you feel and what you say and what you think, and I don't want to give them that impression. So I, I, I pay attention to that as a as a father, of who I am with them, so that when they grow up, that's who, who what they would be looking for, or better, at least that would be the standard. And if you raise the standard, I'm okay with that.
0: Jeffrey, you know what? It is it is always a pleasure. We can talk for. Ever, but I want to get Julius into this conversation. Um, and But, you know, I just want to say Happy Father's Day because you know what? I just love, 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 love on you, love on your girls, love on Rich. And you are setting a high example, a high example for your girls. And I ain't got nothing but a good, 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 good Happy Father's Day to you. Thank you, Dr. V. Hey! I appreciate that. Thanks for having
2: me. Yeah. I'm getting for sure. to be on the park
0: talking to Julius, Julius Turner, we call him Juju, and I want you to know, not only uh, is he Juju, he's also the producer of Dr. P on the Pod, and uh, Julius have, how many kids you
2: got, Julius? Four.
0: Oh, Julius got four kids. Hell Jeffrey Jesus. had three girls. <laughs> Julia got some girls and some boys. Two and two. Two and two and two. <laughs> Two. And a beautiful, fabulous wife. Yes. I'm, t- I'm so proud of these young men. I mean, you know, they are making it happen, sacrificing for their kids. You know, uh, Julius will t- text me and say, can't make it today. I'm on daddy daycare, on yes. daddy daycare. Yes. Juju, tell us about your four kids.
2: Oh, wow. Where do I begin? They are very smart, beautiful Full of energy, probably the same type of energy that is in the sun. Oh, in the sun. <laughs> in the sun. Whatever energy God put in the sun, he put it in my kids because they wow. got it and they wear me out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so tell us about them. Tell from the first one right on down to the to the fourth one.
2: Well, all of them have S names. So my oldest uh, the two older ones are the boys, uh, Silas, he just turned 12, and Seth, who is 10. Then the two girls, the oldest, just turned seven. Her name is Siva, and the youngest, the baby, she'll be five in August. Her name is Suri. Oh, my God. Yes. Why the S's? It just started with a pattern. Um, You know, I was looking in the Bible, trying to find a good name for my son, because I believe that you know kids grow into their names so mm-hmm. i wanted to find a good strong name for him and i found Silas and i just stuck with the theme of s s names
0: <laughs> <laughs> so tell us what does father's day mean to you and what are the you know what are the most joyous moments of fatherhood for you
2: well to be honest father's day to me is like the leftover cuz we felt pity Because we had a Mother's Day.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We sorry. Brother, we sorry. We sorry now. So
2: let's just get a me and a day. Let's get a Father's a Day, you know, so so we won't leave them out, you know. I mean, it even comes down to the gifts that we get, you know. And it's like, you know, on Father's Day, I find myself taking the family out to dinner, you know. (laughs) I get homemade cards, crayons. I mean, all that's lovely and stuff, you know. You know, my gifts, everything is at from five and below, you know.
0: <laughs> hey, it's not the gift that counts, okay?
2: You know, you know, we got love for you, brother. But it's just the remnants. You know, it's just remnant day, you know, the leftovers, you know. So, <laughs> Hey, that's, we that's sorry. how I feel about Father's Day. Oh,
0: my but goodness. But being
2: a father, being a father, I... Enjoy it to the max. Um such a great responsibility. My father has set an example for me mm. to follow of being a father. He was he was a hard worker growing up. He took care of the family and he was he was one to help bring out the best in us as far as our, our gifts and talents. Of course, my mom, she was very uh involved in that too, but he was the one that really, he was like the Joe Jackson, mm. you know, I'm, I'm going to put y'all in football, music, whatever, and I'm going to make sure y'all learn mm-hmm. what you're supposed to be learning, you know. So I, I kind of pick up on that as far as helping my kids. They're, they're very musically inclined. They are, uh, they love to dance and sing and they love art, you know, they, uh, they love sports, to so I, I try to, you know, they're they're well rounded, you know. And so right now in this early stage in their life, they're still trying to find exactly what they want to do. And I'm trying to help well, them. They're, just,
0: they're them. just 10 now. Come on. I know. They're just 10. You find, know, but, f- trying to find what they're going to do. My God, you Juju. Know, you know, you they're just parents 10. Now.
2: You got parents now. Their kids are destined for the NFL and <laughs> NBA at age three, you know, and that's the only path they're going to leave their children on. You know, yeah, I they, want my children, crazy. To, you know, I want them to be well-rounded and I want to just involve them in a lot of things where they, you know, when they get old enough, They can decide, well, you know, my my mom and dad have given me such a wide variety of things to choose from. And, you know, so and then plus, whatever they're going to do is what God put in them to do anyway. I know your oldest son is a drummer, right? He's he's a drummer. He's an artist. He uh, he swims. He's very good at swimming. Mm. Um, So, you know, just just helping to uh, guide them in the way that should go. And, you know, like like Jeffrey was saying to, you know, just being an example, we're, we're the best example of the men in their lives that they will ever have, mm-hmm. you know. And if I fail at that, then I failed my children. Yes, yes. And I yes, refuse yes. to fail. And and then not only that, when you think of it in, in in a spiritual sense, you know, we are stewards of what God has given us, and I'm responsible for those kids. And if and if I fail them, I have failed my task with God.
0: God bless you, Juju. Yes. You're the best. You are the best. And I'm sorry you feel like you're getting the remnants from Mother's <laughs> Day. Uh, but that's not true. That's not we know, true. We know that. That's not true. <laughs> we, you know, we we got, we got just got love, 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 love for you. And uh, I'm going to make sure that you don't have to take the family out Woo-hoo. this, you know, this Sunday. <laughs> we want the family to take you out. Okay?
2: Hey, hey, Amen. Okay?
0: You will not take the family out. Family going to take you. <laughs> out all
2: right. uh,
0: this, this this Father's <laughs> Day. Thanks so much. I want you to have the best Father's Day ever. Juju, happy Father's Day. Happy father's and you know to all the fathers listening um, to the grandfathers to the uncles to the just the brothers the, to all the brothers, happy happy Father's Day. I want you to have the best, blessed Father's Day that you have ever ever had and let's give let's give a moment on sunday to give honor to our ancestors to those fathers who paved the way for us guess what y'all it's dr p it's thursday it's dr p on the pod and guess what i'm out see you next week